This morning we invite you back to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3. And we're going to begin reading with verse number 7, and we'll be reading down to verse number 10 for your hearing. 1 John chapter 3. John writes, beginning with verse 7, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the, from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of these verses. In these verses, we have the Apostle John warning that of the community of believers that he was writing to. And he gave out this warning. He said, let no man deceive you. Another translation of this is, make sure that no man deceive you. So great emphasis here is placed on this first statement uh, here uh, amongst that of these uh, verses. John was very concerned. And undoubtedly he had some reasons uh, for being uh, concerned. And as you look back in the first two chapters, there are several things that come up uh, that John deals with. He deals with those who were in the midst and who left uh, that of the fellowship. Uh, there were those that were teaching uh, that one could uh, sin uh, and it was all right because sin was taken care of. As we look at these verses, there are four distinct things that John brings force that he's concerned about them being deceived about. First one is deceived about the one who is righteous. Secondly, deceived about those who are not righteous. Thirdly, deceived about sin and the child of God. And lastly, deceived about who are the children of God and who are the children of God the devil. This morning, our focus is going to be on verse number 10. John writes, in this, the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. We said the concern here in this verse was being deceived about who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. John here in the verse which is before us, verse number 10, our focus verse, 
It's a summary verse. He sets before us that of two groups of people or two classes of people. And that's our subject this morning. Two classes of people. In this, the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. First of all, I'd have us consider the two classes of people that John deals with here uh, in this verse. They are the children of God and the children of the devil. You know, there's only two descriptions here given. John, he puts everyone in either one of these groups. You're either one who is described as children of God, or you are one who is described as the children of the devil. purpose that John has for this is to invite that of his readers to think. To think. What class, what group am I a member of? Am I a member of the class that is described here as children of God? Or am I a part of those who are described here as the children of the devil? And this is a good question. One for us to consider. What class of people do I belong to? You know, John here divides that of the people up into two groups. As you look back, this is not something new. Because as you look back into that of the scriptures, you find that there are other places where uh, the, there's two distinct classes of people. I'm reminded of that of Psalm number one, where the psalmist speaks of that of the one who is blessed. That of the righteous one. Then he also speaks of that of the wicked. Let's turn over there for just a moment in Psalm number one. Psalm number one. The psalmist begins, he says, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the river of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff with the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. 
The psalmist here, the psalmist David, he speaks of that of the way of the righteous. The righteous ones. That of the way of the ungodly or the ungodly one. And he goes on to give a description of them and that of the end of each one. As we come forth into that of the New Testament, we find that John in his gospel that he separates between that of the one who is a believer and the one who is not a believer. One who is a believer and one who is not a believer. Well, coming back to that of our text, I want us to consider that of the descriptions that are given here of these two classes. What I mean by this is the actual description itself. John, he writes in this, the children of God, there's the first description, are manifest and the children of the devil. There's the next description. Now, both of these descriptions begin with that of children, with that of children. What does that speak of here? Children speaks of that of parentage. It speaks of one's birth, one's lineage, or that of family, descent. But not only does it speak of that of one's parentage, that of their birth, their lineage, <coughs> their descent, where they came from, but it also speaks of that of belonging here children of children of or children who belong that's the same also in both descriptions but when we come to that of the last part of the description that's where the difference comes in children of God, children of the devil, children of God and children of the devil. Here, John speaks of that of one's spiritual lineage, one's spiritual father, we could say. Over in the Gospel of John, if you'll turn there with us, John chapter 8. Jesus, here in this chapter, spoke to a group of Jews whom the Scriptures tells us that they believed in him. But as you go on to read, you find out that their belief was not the belief that is a kind of belief that is a saving belief or faith. Here in verse number 30, it says, And he spake these words, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are you my disciples 
indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you're Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. And they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, we're, We be not born of fornication, and we have one father, even God. And Jesus answered unto them, If God were your father, you would have loved me. For I proceed forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father he, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. Here we have Jesus as he speaks to these Jews and as he goes forward into that of his speech unto them. We find him saying to them because of that of their actions, because of that of their deeds, that of the way that they lived, that they were children, not of Abraham, for Abraham would not have done those things, but he says, your origin, who your, who your father is, he says, is the devil. One who does not speak the truth. One who does not do that which is right. But the second description that we have in our text or it's actually the first one children of God. Children of God. Now earlier in the context John had spoken with regards to that of being born again. In verse number 9 he wrote, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. Born of God. You find 
that John uses this phrase several times in that of this first epistle. Over in 1 John chapter 5, he writes, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him, that begat, loveth him also, that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again. Born from above. Not from below. So here in that of our passage, John, as he gives us these descriptions, he's speaking of that of two classes of people and one is of God and one is of the devil. And as we looked at some of those other verses, we had some additional thoughts given to us with regards uh, uh, to that of these two classes of people. But John, here in our passage, he gives two particular characteristics. And he says, these two characteristics manifest the difference between these two groups. Note what he writes again there in verse number 10 with me. He says, in this, the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Now, the two distinct characteristics that John speaks of in particular here is that of righteousness and that of brotherly love. But that's not what we want to focus in on right, right at the moment. What I want want you to I want to draw your attention to is, is that of the words in this. In this, the children of God, and here's the next few words, are manifest. Or the word are manifest, it's in the present tense. It means revealed, made known. Revealed. How are they manifest? How are they manifest? How are the children of God manifest? How are the children of the devil manifest? Well, John, he gives that to us here in that of our text. He says in this, the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that believeth and loveth not his brother. In this. That is, in these characteristics being a part of them. Now there's debate 
among commentators with regards to that of the little word in this. Debate as to whether or not it points backwards or whether it points forward. I would say to you that it really is a mute thing. Because what we have here, as I've already made mention of, is, is out of a summary verse. A summary verse in the sense that John, he is summarizing that of what he has just written back. It goes back to that of verses 1 through that of 9 of this third chapter. And then he is summarizing what he's about to deal with in the next eight verses. Verses 11 through 18, John deals with that of brotherly love. So in the first part of the chapter, he deals with that of righteousness, the one who is a son of God, the one who is a child of God, is the one who is righteous, the one who doeth righteousness. And then beginning with verse number 11, going forward, he's going to deal with that of the characteristic of love, that it is a characteristic of the one who is the child of God. So we have the manifestation here in this, that is, in that of these two characteristics. Those who have these, or those who don't have these, tells us something about who they are. You note here in verse number 10 that the characteristics or the statements are made in that of the negative. The negative. He says, whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God. <coughs> Neither he that loveth not his brother. So John here, he deals with that of the negative, which would apply to that of those who would be described here then as the children of the devil. But the implication is, is also that there is the positive side, and that is that those who are the children of God that the characteristic of them is that they do righteousness and they do love the brother. Now let's think about these two characteristics. The first one that John deals with here in the text is that of righteousness. Righteousness. John's dealt with this extensively in the previous passage, verses 1 through 9. Actually, going back to actually chapter 2, verse 28 is where uh, the unit picks up there. But John, as he deals with that of righteousness, normally we think of righteousness, we think of that of righteousness with as far as that of one's standing because we think of justification one is justified one is declared to be righteous that speaks of that of one's standing before god paul deals with that over in romans 
the book of Romans. But John here, he's not dealing with that of righteousness in the sense of that of one's standing. What John deals with with regards to that of righteousness is that of righteousness as far as that of one's moral moral life. The way that one lives. So the righteousness that John is speaking of is that of a righteousness, which is that of righteous living. Righteous living. Doing that which is right. And of course, right with regards to that of what God has commanded. What God has told us is right to do. Verse number seven, he writes, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Note here in verse number seven how that John makes the distinction here. He says, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. In other words, John here is telling us that the one, the one who practices righteousness is not that he practices righteousness to become righteous, but he is already righteous. He's already righteous. As I was thinking about this, I thought about that of a couple Old Testament characters in the book of Genesis, one having to do with that of Noah. Let's turn over there for just a moment. Noah. Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9 says, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. He was a just man, or that could be translated, he was that of a righteous man. And he was perfect in his generation. The word perfect there doesn't mean that Noah was sinless. But it speaks of that of his character. Uh, beloved, that he was one who lived uprightly. 
He was perfect in his generation. He was he was one that was that of an example to that of those who were around him. His character, his life. When he was made mention of, people knew him. They knew him as one that was a just man who dealt justly. As you go on over into Genesis chapter 7, where the Lord gives instructions to Noah to build that of the ark. And he gave various commands about the ark, about the animals. In that seventh chapter, I believe it is, we find that the scriptures tells us that Noah, he did that which was right, or he obeyed. He obeyed the commandments of the Lord. Several times it speaks about that of his obedience. Just man. He had a perfect standing before God and his righteousness or his, his standing, it was manifested. It was manifested by that of his actions, by that of his doing. Abraham, in Genesis chapter 15, Genesis chapter 15, and in verse number 6, it says of Abraham, and he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. We don't have the time to go into that of much detail on this, but what I want you to see here is, is that as we're given this account here, that Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness, what is being dealt with here is again that of the ideal of justification, that of the ideal of that of Abraham's standing before God. The New Testament, the counter passage is, is that by faith we're justified. We're made righteous. Being therefore justified by faith, we have peace with God. Abraham was a justified man. He was one who was righteous. And the evidence... His life. Over in Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18, and we'll begin with verse 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty 
nation and all his nation of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Verse number 19 is what I want to draw your attention to. Here we have the Lord Jehovah speaking. And he is speaking with regards to that of Abraham. We have the Lord here declaring, beloved, acknowledging the fact of Abraham and that he knew that Abraham, that he would do that which was just, that which was justice and that of judgment, or he would do that which was right. So the point of the two illustrations here is that of we have justification or righteousness as far as a standing, and then we have that of the moral part of it, the action of doing that which is right, living that which is right, that we're speaking of, and that's what John deals with here as he speaks of that of the one who is a child of God and the one who is not a child of God. The one who is a child of God, he, he indeed does have a righteous standing. And because of that standing, because of that of what God has done in that of his life, beloved, he does that which is right. The one who is not, the one who is not righteous, the one who does not do that which is right, that characteristic of that one, he is one who is of the devil, John says. Now the next characteristic that he deals with here in our text in describing that of the one who is a child of God is that of brotherly love. He says, Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. We're not going to take the time to go on down further in these verses. We'll maybe perhaps later on uh, take a look at those verses again uh, sometime. But the point being here, beloved, is, is that John here, he says that the one who is the child of God is the one who loves his brother. The one who is of the devil, he doesn't love his brother. And that's what he indicates by giving that of the example of Cain. If you note in verse 12, he says, or let's back up to verse 11, for this is the message that he heard from the beginning that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one and slew his brother. And wherefore, or why did he slay him? Because his own works were evil and his brothers righteous. Marvel that not that my, my brethren, if the world hates you. He goes on to speak about that of hatred, that of love, and how that we're to love one another and to show that love to others. So as we come to a conclusion this morning, we would say to you that John here 
dwells upon that of two particular characteristics. That of righteousness and that of love as being characteristics that characterizes those who are the children of God. Let me just say here, there are other characteristics. John focuses in upon that of these two. Children of God, children of the devil. <coughs> what class do you belong to? Who do you belong to? You know, we sing the song, Now I belong to Jesus. Is that true? Do you belong to Jesus? Do you belong to God? On the back of your bulletin, there's an old hymn. We can know, John tells us, that we are either a child of God or not. Let us stand. That knowledge is through faith in Jesus Christ. services for today. Come ask Brother Dan if you read us in closing with prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we rejoice, Lord, at John's writings. Lord, thank you for the scriptures, Lord, that we know, Lord, that thou makest new creatures in Christ. Lord, that you make old things pass away. Lord, we rejoice that they make things become new and we have eyes to see through that Christ. We praise you and thank you for the wonderful salvation that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to be a witness and a testimony to those, Lord, in the world that are servants that of the, of the devil at the time. Pray, Lord, that we would bring good news, Lord, to those that are lost, Lord, that we might be used to thy glory even in our ages, Lord, for thy glory and honor that, Lord, we might share the gospel with others, Lord, that you that your children may hear the good news, we pray. Be with us and guide us, Lord, as we depart. Praise you and thank you, Lord, for the church here. Thank you, Lord, for 
instituting, Lord, thy church. We praise you and thank the Lord for the power thereof and the glory that you have in it. We praise you once again for this time. Thank you for the word that was read today, that was taught and preached. Pray the Lord these <coughs> close and dear to our hearts. Lord, as we rejoice as we walk from thy house with all of your wonderful blessings and goodness to us. We praise you and thank the Lord that your mercy does endure forever. Ask Lord to be with us now. Help us to be the blessing to others, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.